When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Are you frustrated and confused about how to attract new clients? Nothing you have done is working, and you're tired of waiting for the phone to ring. Imagine learning the tips and tools that will help you get noticed and booked by your ideal client and paid what you're worth for your amazing services. Now's the time to make your dream a reality, and the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show will teach you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Hello, everyone. I'm Natalie McNeil from SheTakesOnTheWorld.com, and you have made the very wise choice to listen to the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show with Anne-Marie Cross. Thank you, Natalie. Hi, everyone. It's Anne-Marie again today. Now, let me ask you a question. What would it mean to your business if you could boost your visibility and get known to millions of your ideal customers? How different would your current business be? Well, my very special guest today is Heather Porter, and Heather is the co-founder of a digital marketing and publishing agency, Autopilot Your Business. She's also a co-host of two very popular podcasts listened to regularly in over 70 countries. She's a publisher of a digital magazine. She's co-authored a couple of best-selling Kindle books on Amazon, and she enjoys speaking on topics ranging from social media to traffic generation. Now, on today's show, Heather's going to speak about the best places to put your content so that you can get access to millions of your potential leads, how to use landing pages in your marketing so that you can deliver a highly targeted conversion to your leads, and of course, she's going to be talking about what you say to your leads once you have their email address so they become an engaged fan and a buying customer. So welcome to the show, Heather. Thank you so, so much for having me, Anne-Marie. I'm really excited to be here because I love what you do with all of your publishing. So I'm a huge fan. Thanks for having me. And I'm really looking into or looking forward to tapping into your wisdom as well, because I know this is such an important topic. Some of the people that I speak to have kind of their content management and marketing under control, or so they think, but yet others are still confused about this whole online world. So I know mm. they're looking forward to, to hearing you share your wisdom. So firstly, let's just dive into why is content creation so important? But for those people who may only just have heard about content creation, what is content and why is it so important? So really where we're going right now online is all about setting up your online properties to have a conversation. And um, because right now the whole thing is about inbound marketing, which is a term I love, which is coined by HubSpot, which is a, um, you know, business marketing company. Now inbound marketing is all about setting up platforms for leads to come to you, have a taste at what you do, and then carry on a conversation. It's not push marketing where you're just telling people, buy my stuff, buy my stuff. So content is the absolute easiest way to do this because you're basically 
delivering amazing information, loads of places online, whether it's MP3s or video or written in exactly the way somebody wants to engage with you. Mm. So it's really very important, isn't it? Because a lot of our prospective clients and, and leads out there, they no longer are willing to have us push all of our content out there to them anymore, are we? So we really need to start rethinking this whole strategy of how we're going to get our name known. So content creation is so very important, isn't it? Especially in this day and age. It is. And you know, it's interesting is that, you know, some people love video. They'll be sitting there on the commute on the way home on their mobile device, popping up YouTube, you know, learning about things in video. Some people love MP3s and podcasts, which, you know, I love that you're a podcaster as well. I, I, I've gotten amazing listeners say, Oh, I listen to you when I jog every morning or when I cook my, my dinner for my family. And some people are just simply sticklers for the written word and they like the PDFs and they like to read the blog posts. But the thing is, is that we can't be everything to everyone. So we really got to create different pieces of content in the way individuals like to engage with it. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's no longer about just having a blog post. It's about building a media empire. Yeah, absolutely. Very important. Now, for some people, content creation and and that creativity is (laughs) really easy. But for others, it's kind of like if I'm trying to write or if I'm trying to record something, I'm just staring at a blank page. And the question often surfaces then, am I allowed to use other people's content, maybe even just to give me own ideas to create Mm. my own content? Love to hear some, some thoughts on that. Absolutely. And actually, that's where I get a lot of ideas. I say you do not have to reinvent the wheel when it comes to what content to publish. Oftentimes, we'll get in our head what we think people want to hear. But there's so much amazing information out there already that you can draw upon to get ideas and put your own spin on it. Because after all, people are going to you and your business because they like you and how you filter information and how you deliver it to them. So there's a great tool that, that we use in our business called Feedly, and it's a Feed, F-E-E-D-L-Y. Mm-hmm. It's a little app. I pop it onto my iPad. It goes on, you know, any tablet device or iPhone or whatever. Pop it on, and you basically go to 10 authority sites or sites in your space that mm-hmm. deliver great information. You can take the URL, pop it in the app, and then essentially what you've done is created through feeds. You've created your own readable magazine or newspaper on your device where you can stay up to date on what's going on in your space, but also, and more importantly, actually get ideas for content. So some of the best content I've seen out there is actual, you know, weekly reviews or just reviews on what other people are doing. And you can pull other people's content and then do your own advice around what is happening. Yeah. I love that idea. And I know for people who, or such as yourself, trying Mm. to keep up to date with what's going on can almost turn into a full-time job, can't it? So I can see how... Feedly is such a great app and and for other people too, depending on what market that they're in, having it all pulled in to one place so that you're not having to go to multiple different places to, to seek out content and, and information. Absolutely. It's, yeah. it's such a time saver. It's, it just keeps you on the ball and in the game on what's going on. Um, what, you, what you need to know, because after all, you know, being a business owner, actually being an entrepreneur, coach, whatever you are, you, you need to have that authority. And in order to be an authority in your space, you need to know what's going on. But the second you start to think, I need to know what's going on, the overwhelm kicks in. And <laughs> yeah, so, it's like, oh my goodness, <laughs> how do I keep up? You know, something yeah. else that I love that, you, that you've said, and I want to stress to people sure. who maybe are kind of thinking, oh no, I can feel an overwhelm session coming on, is that 
what you can do to really separate yourself again from from some of the content that's being delivered is give your own spin, bring your own voice to it and give some information around that. So what you're doing in effect is you're taking what's already out there, putting your own stamp on it and your brand voice and so forth. And that really, again, allows your ideal client, your prospective lead to experience you in this content that you're then creating, even though it, it entails and it may include some other people's yeah, information as well. Exactly. Well said. Yeah, absolutely. So for those people who are thinking, all right, I, I know I've got to get something on my calendar to start to create this content because I know it's so important. What advice do you have around the types of content that people should consider creating? Okay. So I always look at going to the marketplaces with the most eyeballs mm-hmm. and working backwards. So what do I mean by that? Well, we already know Amazon is a huge marketplace, which has an amazing area called Kindle, which mm-hmm. is ebooks. We know that there's iTunes, where you can not only do podcasts, but you can even do online magazines and the newsstand. You have different podcast directories, you have different PDF sites. So essentially what I do is I think, okay, where are the people hanging out? What content do I need to create to go into those marketplaces? And then I work backwards from there. Mm-hmm. So what I like to do, or, and what I think most businesses should be working towards, is to have an online video marketing campaign. So that could either be like a TV show that is something that you maybe do Q&A or you interview experts, or it could even be something like what we do a week in review where we take our Feedly, we look at what's going on in our industry, and we do a 90-second, yes, only 90-second video on what we think, how that we think that the news in our industry is affecting businesses. Mm-hmm. So those are perfect examples of videos because now what you've done is you have your videos on YouTube, which is the second largest search engine in the world. You also have great content for a blog post on your website. And you can also put those videos not only on YouTube, but other video sharing sites like Viddler, you know, Vimeo, Meta Cafe, there's others as mm-hmm, well. Mm-hmm. I also then think every business should also have a podcast. And simply podcast is like what we're doing. It's an MP3. You can do interviews. You can do your own take on something. Again, a weekly review. It can be anywhere from five minutes. I've heard them up to an hour and everything in between. Yeah, yeah. So podcasts are great because now suddenly you can put them on iTunes. You can put them on places like Podomatic and Stitcher Radio and SoundCloud. Again, these are big, huge communities that are sharing MP3 files. So you can actually straight away, overnight, you're developing content. You have an immediate potential market. It's so much different than just sticking it on your website and only on your website. Mm. So that's your your MP3. You got your MP3 covered. You got your video covered. Now what about written? So another great thing for written is your blog posts, but then also taking PDFs. So there's websites like Scribd or some people say Scribd, PDF Share. There's loads of these sort of PDF environments. Just to give you an idea, Anne-Marie, we put a transcript up for a podcast, a couple of our podcasts, and we got 900 views within a couple of months. That's incredible, isn't it? Just a PDF. I know. Crazy. So you're already doing this stuff. I know you're a big advocate of automation as well and, and getting outsourcing, getting people to help you out. A good use of time is to get somebody to perhaps transcribe your TV show or transcribe your podcast and turn it into a PDF. Yeah. Well, I mean, so, that those figures mm. of 900 views, uh, you know, over a, a number of months, I mean, that's incredible because it, I know. just think if that had not been there, that would be 900 people views, you know, even if people have gone back a couple of times, it yeah. means they really engaged with the content and they wanted yeah. it to know more. 
Absolutely. So you're thinking in terms of content as, yes, I'm going to put it on my website, but where else can I put it and where else has a big following already? Yeah. And a good reminder, I think, which is important, and you alluded to this earlier, was that don't reinvent the wheel even with the content that you're creating. So some of your listeners may like to listen to MP3s. However, Mm -hmm. there may be some people who prefer to read and, and download that, you know, to their iPads and read it. So by creating a PDF of the same material, and then transcribing it so that, you know, people can read your podcast, that means that you're leveraging, a, you know, the one piece of content across multiple different ways. Is that something that you do too? It is actually. I'd love to give you a quick example because I think this is going to illustrate how to really cut the overwhelm. Mm. So there's a woman that we work with and here's how she works this system. So basically she will set up once a month, she has a recording day and she literally uses her iPhone as her video camera. Mm-hmm. She's gotten an incredible lavalier microphone for about $40 called the Smart Lav, yeah. which you can get on eBay. You plug it into your phone and, it, and then you can clip it onto your, you know, your, your, it's a lapel mic, so you can clip it onto your jacket or sort of in between you and a guest. She then has gotten a couple of inexpensive lighting kits. So I think she spent $200, so she has this little home studio. And then she interviews somebody. Now, she takes the raw footage from that and she pops it into Dropbox, which is an online file sharing space. Mm-hmm. And then she, after that show, she sits down at her desk, she sits in front of her computer, and she for 10 minutes talks about the absolute jewel takeaways from that particular episode of TV. That's an MP3 as she pops that into Dropbox. That is all she does. She has an editor that's who basically our team does this for her. They take the raw footage. They do a beautiful TV episode. They take the raw podcast. They top and tail it. You know, they have the nice intro and outro. Mm -hmm. And then we transcribe it and create blog posts, articles, and distribute everything for her. So for her usage of her time as an entrepreneur and a business owner, she spends no, probably no more than about an hour or an hour and a half, depending on her hair and makeup <laughs> to actually do the, the video and the podcast. And that's it. And then everything else is done for her. That's incredible, isn't it? It is. She's gotten speaking gigs off of it. She's getting some media attention and, and people keep saying, how do you do it? She's a smart businesswoman. She mm-hmm. knows what she should be doing, delivering her message, but she knows what she should not be doing. Never has she said, Oh, can I learn how to edit my videos? Because she knows that that's not a good use of her time. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's really what tends to put people off, doesn't it? It's the yeah. technical behind the scenes. But really, if we're honest with ourselves, that's not where the bang for your buck or the most leverage is. Yes, you need to get on TV and on, you know, on, on your podcast. You can't hire yes. someone to do that. But all the back end stuff that can be done by other experts who are, you know, skilled at doing that. And then that allows you then to go and start having conversation with all the leads <laughs> that, that you're creating. So a huge build, build your following. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And just give us an idea how, mm. cause you've, you've said that she's generating some great results from that. How long mm. has she been doing that to try and, and get that bit of leverage? And why I'm asking that is if someone has said, right, I'm hearing what Heather is saying and I need to really get stuck into creating this type of content. How soon can they expect to start to, because I know this is a question that someone's asking, how soon can they expect to start getting some leverage on that content? It is a great question. And 
for her three months. Mm-hmm. It's taken three months. So she's in three months time has gotten about 2000 likes on her Facebook page, which is a big part of what she's doing to spread her message. But she has a nice selection of shows, weekly shows under her belt now and, and some podcast episodes. And I guess the key with that is consistency. Whenever you go into content creation, you want to do the consistency because I've seen a lot of people get excited about it. They put up a podcast and then they do it maybe every week for about a couple months and then they drop off for a couple months. All their followers at that point have given up on them. Mm-hmm. So in her case, why she's moved so quickly with that, you know, three months to, to get some speaking gigs and some other media attention is quite quick from starting from nothing. We're not even, she didn't even have a website. So yeah. within three months, doing it every week, doing the same thing every week, same time every week, she's been able to, to really boost what she's doing. Yeah. And you know, one of the things that I, I, I will often hear too, and this is probably feedback that she's gotten, and I know that many of your mm. clients will have gotten, you've probably experienced yourself. When you start to have multiple different ways that you're communicating your brand through podcasting, Mm -hmm. through online, when people start searching and you happen to pop up, your name is constantly coming up in these searches, that really is validation that, hey, this person's really doing something incredible in, in their field. So they're more likely, who are your ideal clients, of course, more likely then to reach out and say, hey, we need to talk. Is that something that you find as well? Yeah, I call it they're everywhere syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's the, they're everywhere. Which is Which the is, syndrome we really want to have. <laughs> absolutely. Because if you Google and you, you're seeing not only the, like an Amazon URL linked to that person's name, but an iTunes link. And then, you know, you have the social media links and then you have websites and that's where the magic really happens. And that's what content allows you to do is because it's when you create content, it's external for the most part of your website, which allows you to have these other links, which then, of course, makes you show up everywhere in mm-hmm. Google, which is what we all want. Yeah, absolutely. Love, love, love that. <laughs> so, okay, so now we're generating lots of content and we're starting to get known as an expert in our field. So the next question is then how is the next step relevant to our business? How do we get business from all of this content that we're now creating? I love this question because what I find is is a lot of people will create content and never think of the next step. So then after six months, they get burnt out because they actually have no idea if they've gotten any leads off of it mm-hmm. and if it was worth it in the first place. Yes. So really what you want to do is you want to take people from your different episodes of what you're doing, whether it's TV or whether it's you know PDFs or MP3s, you want to take them into that next step with you. Now, there's a tool that we use that we love and, and a lot of people are using it as well. And it's, it's their landing pages, essentially. What they are are hidden web pages that exist for one thing and one, th- one thing only. And that is to convert the person into a lead or a buying customer. Mm. So the difference between a landing page and a normal web page on your website is simply this minimal navigation or no menu at the top. And not much more going on other than the information that you want them to know and a call to action. So that's either give us your details for this free report or, you know, buy now, essentially. Mm -hmm. So how you would use these is that what you want to do again is sort of work backwards. I, I like strategy and content. So I'm thinking, okay, what is my signature product or service? What are the top 10 topics that I actually discuss or teach or sell as part of what I do as a business Mm -hmm. uh, or a solopreneur? Then I actually go about thinking about how to then 
break that into 10 little freebies. So it might be a video on one topic. It might like a, a live course, for example. It might be an ebook. It might be a cheat sheet, a free report, whatever it is. But I actually start to work backwards and develop 10 little free items that then is eventually seed people into my main product or service. Then I develop 10, and this is not going to sound overwhelming. I don't want anybody to lose, be lost right now because I'll sum it up for you and how you can do it yourselves. But basically what happens, I develop 10 landing pages that give away these 10 free products. Now I know that I have this now in my tool belt or my repertoire for marketing. So every piece of content I now create, I think, okay, so which one of these 10 does this particular piece of content relate to? And then I'll have a call to action. So if I'm in a video, for example, I might say, now guys, I have this incredible cheat sheet that I want you to pick up. It's the top 10, you know, things to say to a client when you're trying to close a deal, for example. And all you need to do is pop on over here and grab your copy. Maybe in the next video, I might be talking about something totally different. So I might say, for example, now, did you know I have this live course that I want you to join me on where I'm going to show you XYZ, for example. So what you're now doing is you're taking highly interested listeners or viewers of what you're con you know what you're teaching your content you're leading them away from that content into your email list on a very highly targeted specific web page that speaks their language based on the thing that they want to know mm-hmm. now it's not hard because there are tools out there that let anybody do this and there's also help for you so the the system we use is called lead pages have you actually used it Emery I love lead yeah. <laughs> yes. So you, I'm sure your listeners know about it and that you're a fan already. <laughs> oh, I, I think that it really does make life, you know, so much easier. But, you know, when people are saying, well, that sounds like it's a bit of work. Well, you know, once you've created it, that can right. then, that one page, you, now you've got 10 of them, but each of those pages could be the difference between you connecting with someone and then signing up your next higher level okay. client. I mean, you know, yes, Put the groundwork in first, but you can continue to build your audience and and have these people now become part of your community and step into your world because they want access to what you've just created, yes? Yes, and it's so easy. When we're talking about developing a lead page, it's five minutes for some of the highest converting pages we have created. So we're talking an image that you pop into the page and like a sentence that says, get your free such and such now. And that's it. And just hooking it up to your email system. So spending five minutes on creating a page and then repurposing what you've already created in your signature product service or, you know, what you do as a business, you just need to repurpose what you already have. And and you can get people to help you create these reports, create these videos, you know, do this for you. Mm -hmm. And then you just literally you know, create these these quick little pages and these quick little giveaways on the side. Yeah. And you just and you may have found this too with with people that you speak to. They have Oh, they're sitting on a gold mine as far yeah. as information that they've already created. So they think, oh, I have to spend hours creating something. You've probably found that you can go through different articles and things like that that can become a checklist. So really doesn't take that much time. And there's no, that whole having to start things from scratch is often not the case at all. Yes. No, exactly. And you know where a good place to start is your top 10 frequently asked questions because there's a reason why people keep asking those questions. Yeah, It's what they want to know. So if you are literally starting from scratch and you're building up content and you don't yet have sort of that big thing that you're selling, you can just start there. What are the top 10 things people constantly ask you over and over again? And you can sit down and and just record 10 short little videos. Or you can even just talk into a recorder and then get that transcribed. Just your voice, get it 
transcribed and written up for you as, as free reports or documents. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I was just thinking the other day that what we have access to now as small business owners, the technologies, we really have no excuse, do we, in, in getting no. content out there. We can create our own podcasts. We no longer have to now rely on trying to get on the radio show. We, you've created a magazine, an online magazine. Yeah, you, know, you have, yeah. We don't have to rely and, and go to the journalists and jump through all those hoops. We have access to that all ourselves. And guess what? We can really leverage that to, to build our business. It really is exciting, isn't it? It is so exciting. And on that topic of the magazine, I just wanted to to really share how easy it is to leverage content. On our magazine, we use that as, as a credibility piece in our business and also a door opener. So to get people on the cover, all you need to do is target people that you want on your cover. Go to them directly if you can on social media or through their publicist or whatever and just say, hey, can I use this blog post that the person has already written and the image in their media kit and put them on the cover of my magazine and just, you know, show, show a blog post that they've already written in my magazine. Yes. It's as easy as that. Same goes for all the other contributors. We're essentially a curation machine. So you just go out there and find people that you think are amazing and ask them if you could use their content in a different place, Mm -hmm. which is in iTunes, in your magazine or in Android, in your, in your digital magazine. And for us, we only spend like literally we're talking maybe, I don't know, 10 minutes a month Mm -hmm. where we write an editor's letter and we just kind of give ideas to our team on who we want to be in the magazine. But to use content, to think smarter about the content that you're that you're using, you don't have to ever start from scratch anymore. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, when you're approaching someone to put them on the cover of a magazine, they're highly likely or unlikely to go, <laughs> hmm, no. <laughs> very, very rare. That's why we've had amazing people like Marie Smith, who's, you know, mm-hmm. top Forbes social influencer, um, top authors. And yeah. yeah, they're, they're, especially if they don't have to do any work for it. Exactly. And imagine if you had, you know, one of those high profile people on, on your magazine. That mm-hmm. really continues to add credibility because people kind of think, wow, you know, <laughs> here's this well-known person in this um, magazine that must be a great magazine. So really talking about leveraging other people's credibility and expertise too to and building on that, which I think is fabulous. Okay. Power of association. Exactly. <laughs> so you've spoken about how to get people from this content, from our podcasts, from our videos into our community because they've now signed up for our free offer, our checklist or whatever it was that we're creating. So yes. what do we do with them then? I mean, how do we have that lead then and then kind of transition them to become a customer? Love your expertise on, on that, please. Yeah, sure. So the, the thing that we've tested with autoresponders is sort of a formula on rapport, credibility, and authority. Mm-hmm. So basically, once you get the lead, you're going to have them in an email system like a MailChimp, an Office Autopilot, Infusionsoft, one of those platforms. Yeah. The next thing you, know, you need to do, that actually before you even create the landing page, is to develop the autoresponders. Oftentimes I find people get very excited, they'll set up the page and then the person opts in, they get the freebie and then that's it, conversation stops. Mm -hmm. There's no more emails that go out from there. So that's why you want to create the autoresponders first. Now, 
what I found works quite well is the people are, uh, your, your leads are the warmest in the first couple of weeks once they actually find you or your landing page. Mm-hmm. So you want to be communicating with them definitely every couple days or so with really amazing information. This is the best of the best of what you have to offer. So in my business, we call it the party starter because you're essentially giving them something amazing, making them feel really warm and fuzzy that they're in your zone now. And then you're giving them lots of little gifts along the way. So the entire time that they're with you over the next couple of weeks, they love you and they're really getting to know you. Mm -hmm. So emails that you might write in your autoresponders. So for rapport, for example, you're going to tell stories. So storytelling is an amazing marketing tool. It, it really connects you with somebody. It helps them understand you and where you came from. So I've seen, you know, one of the highest opened emails we've ever written for ourselves and others is the subject line, I can't believe I'm telling you this. <laughs> and then the email body is literally a story. It's a very personal story about the, the person that, you know, you've opted into that they, that no one else might know about them. Credibility. So you're also doing case studies in these emails. So you're actually showing off what you can do and how what your business product or service has done to change people around the world. So you're not selling anything, but you're giving examples of how you've helped others. Demo videos are great for this. You know, videos of you on stage teaching something. Again, huge credibility in that. You're showing that you know, here I am, I've, I'm on stage and this is something that I want you to have because everyone else paid for these tickets, but I want you to check out this little clip. And authority as well. So power of association is what I said about that. So you're really showing, have you won awards? Are you in podcasts with other amazing people that you could share? Mm-hmm. So you're pulling across all of your amazing content that you've already created or speaking engagements or whatever you've done in your past in your business and professional life. And you're bringing these forward in your autoresponders to give loads of value, but also build up your authority. Mm-hmm. So very important. And just speak a little bit uh, about when someone puts their hand up and shows mm. you that they really are interested. There's that small window of, of, of opportunity to continue to really nurture and build that that relationship. The yes. reason I say that is because I, I'm aware of that as well, but someone got, came to me and said, Wow, there's quite a few emails in, in the space of, you know, a week <laughs> or two. But what you're saying, and it's so important, I really want to stress to our listeners, because you've got that small window of opportunity, you don't want weeks or months to go by and then all of a sudden you send an email hoping and thinking that that person is still going to know who you are. So why right. is that so important that we do really nurture that relationship as soon as someone puts their hand up and says, hey, I'm interested in this checklist? Well, it's the pre-qualification phase. So you're looking to either get somebody to take the next step with you, and they're going to do that by understanding more about you and building that trust with you, mm-hmm. or you're actually wanting them to get off your email list. Yeah. You want them to actually know, you know what? Yeah, I'm not a good fit for you. I'm out of here. So you, cause you want your list to be active and you want them to be engaged with you. So you're happy for them actually to leave. That's that's what you're looking for in these first couple of weeks. You're also going to get a third part of your list that comes through that actually doesn't buy from you after that short initial time period, but they become a raving fan. And they're the ones that stick on your list for years. And suddenly after a couple of years, they buy something for you mm-hmm. from you, or perhaps they're out there recommending you. Maybe they're a speaker and you don't even know anything about them, but they're out there giving 
information about you from the platform because they just think you're amazing and they love your emails. So those are the sort of three segments that is going to happen straight away in these first couple of weeks when you get your leads in. Either they're going to opt out and that's okay. Be happy about it, not sad. They're either going to buy from you after a couple of weeks because they love what you do and what you stand for, or they're they're not going to do anything yet, but they're going to be a raving fan. Yeah. And I love that you said that because I know as my, for me, if I'm looking at something and I've signed up for a checklist or whatever it is, I'm Mm -hmm. ready, I want information and I want it now kind of thing. And if they don't provide it, I'll go somewhere else. You know, Google's the best (laughs) friend. You just go in there and and search for someone else. So that could really be a lost opportunity. So because I know that some people are a little bit hesitant. Oh, there's no way. They've just got my checklist. I can't possibly send them a, hey, how you go, you know, did you get the email? You know, make sure that you read paragraph two because that's so important. Can't mm-hmm. possibly send that in in a couple of days' time. It's too much for me. But what you're saying, no, it's not. You really need to leverage that relationship. It's kind of like if someone were to come into the store and you were to give them a report, and you're just exchanging. You're having feedback. You're asking That's them right. some more questions. If you suddenly turn your back on that person and go and talk to someone else, we would consider that rude, wouldn't we? Yeah. That yeah. I love that you said that. And and the key point here is that we're not doing any selling in these emails. We're validating who we are you know, through these emails and giving more valuable information. So if the person's not wanting that, then that's okay. Like I said, they can, they can opt out. The other important thing to keep in mind is that even in the most engaged initial 14 days, you're lucky if you're going to get about 50% open rates from your emails. Mm -hmm. So for every email that goes out, one out of two people are seeing it. So even though you think you're bombarding people, they're only going to open based on the subject line. They may only see half anyway. So yeah. it's not like they're going to probably see all of them, at least all of them. All of your leads are not going to read all of them. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, then you've got your junk folder. Sometimes your emails end up yeah. in that. So if you don't follow up, you'll never, you know, that person will never know. They think, oh, I didn't even get the checklist. So That's it's right. so important not to assume that, yes, people are reading. That would be a good problem to have, wouldn't it? If everyone, <laughs> 100% of our subscribers and our leads were reading our email Absolutely. That if, if then if someone has got that kind of statistic, we want to hear from you because what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Well, look, Heather, you have provided such a wealth and depth of information. I think, goodness me, I mean, people could have so much content building credibility and, and visibility out there from from the things that you've shared today. If people are at a stage where they'd love to know more information, because I know that you offer some of these services to your to, to your clients so that they mm. create content and, and you do all of the rest with all of that content, how can they get in contact with you? The absolute best place is AYB Guide, as in autopilot your business, mm-hmm. AYBguide.com. And that's where we have, you know, some cool video resources. But also, if you go there, there's a free email script that actually helps you write the first 14 days of emails that um, you, you can create. Well, we, exactly what we just talked about, where you have a landing page. So you, there's an actual template in there for you to use. Incredible. Look, thank you so much again, um, Heather. Uh, what we'll do is we'll put on the show notes all of the different resources and links because I'm sure if people are listening to us in the car, they've either just pulling over and we don't want them <laughs> to have an accident. So yeah. if you want to go to the show notes, all you need to do is go to ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash AES125. 
and we'll put all of the links there that Heather mentioned, all of those great resources. We'll also put the guide there too so that uh, people can get some support on how to create those four uh, those those cool videos and all of the other cool content that you shared again today. Thank you so much, Heather. Thank you so much for having me and thanks so much to everybody that is tuning in and listening as well. Fantastic. So what about you? What are you going to do? I know for, for many of our listeners, you are already doing some content development strategy, but maybe you haven't taken it to the level that Heather was talking about today. And she's spoken about some of the success stories and case studies that her clients have been experiencing. We really need to dedicate some time to aside to start creating content, some of those landing pages, some of those cool resources so that you can boost your visibility as well. Let us know what action step you are going to take. There's a couple of ways that you can do that. You can go to the show notes, which again is at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash AES125. The bottom of the page, let us know. All of uh, Heather's details will be there. But let us know, what are you going to do? What's your biggest aha? And uh, put that down there. We'll kind of be your accountability partners. If this is the first time you've listened to the show, welcome. Great that you could spend some time with us today. Go ahead and subscribe to our iTunes channel as well. Every week we have guest experts to support you in building the business of your dreams so you can take away other ahas and insights as well from all of our guests. The link to do that is in the middle of the show notes page, so go ahead and do that. And while you're there, leave a rating and a, a comment as well. Just another podcast on our podcast network that I'd like to shout out to is our, one of our new podcast hosts, Marcella Delafaye. If you're into law of attraction and you want to find out how you can have love and money in your business, go and check out her podcast, the Simply Abundant Entrepreneur Podcast, and you can find that at Ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com SAE podcast. So shout out to, to Marcella and let her know that uh, you've listened to her show. I know she'd be thrilled about that. Well, without any further ado, we look forward to hearing what you learned and seeing your content. Reach out to Heather and myself. We've got all our Twitter handles on the show notes. Tweet us your new article that you've written or your blog post or your video or podcast. We want to hear from you. And um, again, Heather, thank you so much for coming on the show. And um, yeah, look forward to, to seeing all their content that people are creating. Yes? Me too. Share away, everybody. Bye for now, everyone. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.